This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ron, you are you are gracing New York with your presence for the next couple days, huh? I'm not sure they feel that way. I don't know. We'll find out tonight, like if they get what kind of ovation they give you at Barclays Center, you know? <laughs> Let me let me ask you here. Do you? Uh, I, I'm 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 guessing that because we're talking to Ron from his hotel room, of course. Uh, did you ever stay under an alternate name on road trips when you were a head coach or an assistant coach, or is it always, uh, hey, listen, no one's going to bother me. I'm Ron Wallstein. Occasionally, very rarely, very rarely. And what was the name you used? I, I can't tell you that. No, you can't tell us. Maybe he still I don't even uses remember. it. Oh, you don't even remember. Oh, you can't I'm tell lucky us because you don't I remember. remember my name. Oh, okay. You can't tell us because you don't remember. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Okay. Uh, did you guys ever have stuff happen to you like what happened with the Steelers uh, last weekend in New England where the fire alarm gets pulled on you guys by a Patriots fan? Years ago. Years ago um, when I was with the Pistons and we were, we were playing the Celtics. Of course. And that was a bitter, bitter rivalry. And, um, yeah, we got the – we get the uh, alarm at 3 in the morning, you know. <laughs> so obnoxious. It's always the Boston fans. How angry are you when you have to come downstairs to the lobby, like in your underwear in the middle of the night because someone pulled the fire alarm? Like, you're really angry, right? It's it's, it's not a pleasant thing. <laughs> People are not happy. There's all kinds of ramifications. <laughs> what, uh, Ron, what has been – have you noticed anything different with the Heat these last four games, four-game winning streak? Are they doing anything different, or, you know, is it just about they've executed better in some of these close and late games? No. Look, they're shooting the ball better. I mean, it, it, it's almost as simple as that. It's not quite that simple. But we are shooting the ball better. Um, been playing extremely hard, playing with a lot of confidence, and you, you can just see it. It's, it's oozing out of them. And what happened was when, when uh, I came home after that road trip, as Spo said, they had two great days of practice, and a lot of that transferred into that that Houston game. And guys are just playing playing with a lot of confidence. It, it, there's a, there's a, a feel coming off that court like they're trusting each other more, and they really believe that they can win. Yeah, things seem to be clicking for this team at the right time, and of course, a big win the other night against the Warriors. And we have a rule around here, Ron, that if you beat the best team in the NBA, that you automatically become the best team in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, you're the you, best now. Yeah, I mean, we're we're really the best team. We're the hottest team in the NBA going into this Brooklyn game. You agree, right? We're in first place now. I, I guess I missed that. Well, we'll pass <laughs> pass along that memo. It's, did, it's... I, did I did I miss that? <laughs> I missed that. I, I, it went right by me. Well, pass I'm, that. I'm glad you told me. I'm glad, I'm glad I found out. Well, speaking of being hot, we're talking about Deion Waiters quite a bit, and you saw him put the back-to-back 33-point career-high games, and he's playing out of his mind right now. And, and one of the arguments that we were trying to have here is, is are they building up Deion Waiters, or is Deion Waiters building himself up to be traded, or is he could possibly be one of the staple pieces of this Miami Heat team moving forward? 
Look, uh, it's possible. There's a long way to go. A long, long way to go. It's two games. But the interesting thing is if you look at his performances since he's come back off the injury, every game he's gotten better. And when he got hurt, he had just started to play really well. Dion Waiters is a talented guy, and he's a very confident guy. He really believes he's he's a terrific player, and <laughs> he's bound he he's bound to prove that to everybody. He knows he's got a wonderful opportunity here, and he's embraced it. I mean, I said this the other day. Go get pictures of Dion Waiters, James Johnson, Wayne Ellington. Uh, I don't know who else. I think those three. Go get pictures of those guys two or three years ago and put them next to the picture you take of them today. Oh, absolutely. You, yeah. you see different people. Yeah. I mean, they're trimmer. They've lost weight. Their body fat is down. They're in the best shapes of their lives. That gives you an opportunity. I mean, if you, you don't take care of your body, you have no shot. And these guys have embraced the, the culture, the work ethic, uh, putting in the work every day. This is what enables you to get better. And like Spo says, and it's really true, it doesn't necessarily show up in wins and losses, but as they were losing, you can tell you're getting better. I mean, I went through that the first three years with the Heat, and I know exactly what he's talking about. A little bit different, Ron, when, when those players come to the Heat and they get in the better shape, they get into the better physical condition compared to when you were the head coach of the Heat and you told my man Glenn Rice that he needs to put on a few pounds, right? <laughs> we Glenn and I have different versions of that story. Okay? Go on, tell your story for folks who have not heard. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, he needed to get he needed to get bigger and stronger. Right. He didn't need to get heavier. Right. So, so what did you say to him after his rookie year? Go on for the people who have not heard the story. Go ahead. Oh, after his rookie year, I don't know. I think it was. When he was a rookie, okay, when he when first he came to us. But you know what happened? Here's what happened. There was a, there was a, uh, a dispute about the contract. Okay. So he went back home to Michigan. When he came back, he's 15 pounds heavier. It was ridiculous. And they spent a good part of his rookie year getting in shape and, and getting himself into NBA playing condition. Because you told him, you told him he needs to put on some pounds, and he chose he he just he, he didn't understand. He just ate hamburgers for two months. Oh, whatever he did, <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> oh man, that is funny. Uh, give me some thoughts here on Goran Dragic, okay? Because Ron, you know, Goran's a guy who's been been subject of trade rumors and whatnot. And I gotta tell you, Ron, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. Uh, I, I think I think the team would be nuts to trade Goran. I think he's terrific. Goran's a great great guy. Gorman is a terrific teammate, and that's what you have with this group. You've got a lot of guys in this team that are really good teammates, and it's so important. Um, look, Gorman has proven he's an all-star caliber NBA player. He's done it before, and he's doing it again. And a lot of people ask why. Well, he's healthier. And because he's healthier, he's able to perform at a high level. And he knows he's really important to this team, and he's taken that to heart. He's been a great leader. He really has. Through thick and thin. I mean, a lot of guys would have punched out already. They would have checked out. A lot of guys would be a real pain in the butt. This is a terrific guy. 
And he's just he's a very, very good NBA player. Let me ask you here, hypothetically, hypothetically, if there was a player who, uh, you know, maybe maybe he used to play for the Heat, maybe he didn't, I don't know, and his team had the highest payroll in the NBA, okay, $130 million, and he also could be the best player in the league, but yet is complaining that his team does not have enough good players and that they need to make some trades, and they also may be the defending world champions. I don't know. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Would that be, uh, I mean, would, would that be like a weird thing to complain about in your opinion? <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, um, I mean, yeah, maybe, no. it'd be weird. No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> uh, I think it's a little weird. It's uh, it's part and parcel of the the NBA. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. How uh, how good is that Warrior team that the Heat beat the other night? Do you like watching them? How good are they? Yeah, I, I think at the end of the year. It, They'll be better than they were last year. Because they're not necessarily better right now, right? They're close. I mean, look at their record. Look at their numbers. They're playing it at, you know, we got them. Okay, so they won seven in a row. We had to play great, and we did. We played great. They didn't play a good game. And, you know, they still had a chance to win at the end. But if you look at their numbers and look what they're doing, uh, it's it's even it's even better than last year. They are number one in so many categories that offensively and defensively, it's absurd. And I just think I know they don't have Bogut, but Bogut was hurt a lot for them last year. Petulia doesn't do a bad job. I think Javel McGee before the year is over is gonna help. I think he's gotten better. And I think he's gonna to continue to get better. But basically you have the same tier that they have they had five or six guys leave, and they brought five or six guys in, but they're all complimentary guys. But you look at their best players, Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and last year was Harrison Barnes. This year it's Kevin Durant. Yeah. There's so much talent on that team, it's ridiculous. And talent usually wins. I mean, their, plus, their uh, scoring margin is a plus 13. That's an absolutely ridiculous number. And, yeah, and oh, I'm sorry. 90% of the time, the team with the best scoring margin in the league wins the NBA championship. Well, as you mentioned, uh, the Heat snapped their seven-game win streak. The Heat beat the Warriors the other night, and we told you that means the Heat are now the best team in the league. So make sure that you pass that message along to everyone at the arena tonight. You got it, buddy. Excellent job, Ron. We'll speak to you tonight on the broadcast. Okay, take care, everybody. Have a good day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.